Hey guys, it's MJ, and this is, what day is it, Wednesday? Yeah, um, there you have it. Sorry, I was MIA yesterday. I was worried, but I've kind of come up for air, and I'm fantastically happy to chat with you. So today we're going to talk about when you've reached your breaking point, and then how to win. Like, how to take it, take that negative, and turn it into a positive. Thumbs up. Fluff your feathers. Shake pom-poms. Whatever you want to do, like, just do it. Probably one of my favorite coaches of all times is Lou Holtz. And he said, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. And that's actually a really good way to put like life's challenges and growth and stress you know it's it's not you have so you have all these people you know that um they don't break but they have so much crap thrown out their way and you're like how do you how do you run with that like how do you handle that and I just, I, I am always befuddled by those people because there is, there are so many times I want to scream. Um, and I'll be very honest with you. If I can't scream, I will not girl like, but I will literally like ugly cry. It's, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's either that or I punch a wall because it's just. I get so frustrated and I get so stressed. Normally, though, I, I don't. I, that sounds really like I have a I have a problem with my anger, but I don't. It's just when I'm at that point. Breaking points make or break us, and how you handle those depend on what's going to happen next. Um, I want to always be triumphant on how I handle those. So maybe punching the wall is not the best way to do it. Crying is also not the best way to do it. Um, but again, it's going to test you. But it also proves to you and helps you realize who you are and what you can really handle. So let's go further onto this. Now, um, I'm, I'm looking into this now. It's kind of, um, <laughs> yes, I'm Googling personal growth. And um, medium.com actually has a great article called How to Win When You Reach Your Breaking Point, Life is a Mental Game, and it's by Gustavo Rossetti. It is a quick read, but I'm going to hit some high points. Um, he talks about, of course, he quotes Lou Holtz that I love, but the, the dripping faucet, you know, we all love those points, like that dripping faucet, that when somebody is tapping their nails, you know, um, the tapping of the nails in any perfect sense in a calm nature environment is not going to put you over the edge. The dripping faucet is not going to put you over the edge. But when everything else boils, boils into that pot and that's at the top, that's going to put you over the edge. When, so as he says, um, as Gustavo says, he said some people simmer and then all of a sudden they explode. Others resist being under pressure and may just stop responding entirely. Many overreact to a situation that may might feel normal to someone else. So some people simmer and then all of a sudden explode. 
That's me, to the, for the most part. That'd also be my sister, but she's a really, really, really slow simmer. My mom was too. My mom was an incredibly slow simmer. Um, I also overreact to a situation sometimes, 90% of the time. But then I just deal with it. Now, Deepak Chopra refers to chronic stress as hearing a dripping faucet. First you notice it, then you get irritated, and finally you can't stand it anymore. By the time you get to stage three, it's time to fix the drip. How about we try fixing it though, and this is outside of that, but how about we try fixing it not at stage three? Because by that point, that, that steady drip is actually a problem somewhere down in your pipes, nine times out of 10, or you've just got a leak that you can't handle. When there's a paradox that's not realizing our vulnerability that makes us weaker. And by acknowledging that they can be broken, people are broken. So, okay, fantastic. So the next aspect is life is a tennis match. A man who wins is a man who thinks he can, and that's by Roger Federer. Okay, that's a good analogy. Stress is cumulative. Our reaction to it doesn't need to follow the same pattern. Overcoming stress is not about strength, but about wisdom. So I've said in the past, a good way to overcome stress is to go to the gym and work it out. But in the last two weeks, I haven't had time. Or I've been straight up trying to knock out a migraine that almost knocked me out perfectly. This week, I'm not going to have time either. Because I'm stressed and I'm at work and I'm trying to create and finish it. So my stress level is at an all-time high. Well, if I can't go to the gym, what can I do? I can go for a run. Daylight savings gives me another hour of sunlight. Somewhat, if we can find the sun in Houston. So, um, how you deal with breaking points have enduring consequences. And that's one of the things to think about. If you break, and by breaking things, by at a breaking point, you, let's say, break a wall. Well, then now you have to fix the wall and then you have to probably explain to whoever you just scream, you know, scared the crap out of what happened and go through battle of the rigmarole and just stop. Think about things, calmly walk away, take a breath, go through things. Deepak Chopra identifies three stages that turn the dripping faucet into a make or break situation. Stage one, you're aware of being under pressure, but never, but feels centered. Okay. Stage two, stress clouds your judgment and you start to lose control. You have to make a conscious effort not to respond with anger, anxiety, or impatience. Stage three, you can't cope any longer and you explode. You release your tension momentarily, but feel embarrassed and regretful. I'm typically around stage three when I lose my shit. He also, go, they go on to say, business is a harmful mindset. You work until you can't take any more responsibilities. You fool yourself by pretending to multitask. You think you make progress, though you're not really paying attention to any task. Wow, I really needed to see this today because this is actually me. You're regularly checking your phone's notifications. You can't enjoy the here and now when your mind is always somewhere else. So again, how do we go back to winning when we're at our breaking point? 
And that's a really good question. It's going to change with everybody. I mean, you've got all these points. How do we not get to step three or stage three uh, that Deepak Chopra suggests? How do we win this match? And it, you've got you've to kind of take it inside of yourself. It cannot be anybody else. This is your responsibility. You've got to remain centered, um, breathing, walking away from a situation, trying not to react to a situation. Again, just walk away. And to do this, you're going to have to build up. You're going to have to practice it. Practice makes perfect. You, you've, if you've been there once and you've succeeded by walking away or by overcoming the stress and not snapping, you can do it again. You just have to believe that you can do it again. And you have to turn your mind into an ally. You have to basically coach yourself. Say you can do this, but then also believe in yourself that you can do this. So, you know, they go through and they say that routine distractions and busyness debilitate our mind. We feel like we're living on autopilot. So prepare yourself to face breaking points. And then they come through and they say meditation, mindful practices can help turn your mind into your best ally. So try that. Embrace your vulnerability. Guys, I know, trust me, you don't want to say, oh, I'm not, a, I'm not vulnerable. Yes, you are, man. Seriously, yes, you are. Stop with the machismo, machismo and just own up to the fact that you are vulnerable just like women are. Set aside the facade and own it because you have breaking points just like every woman does. I hate to break it to you. Ah, look at that. They also go through and they say utilize social support. We're social beings. You can't win alone. And it's not, hey, it takes a, it takes a village to raise, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's fantastic. You can't isolate yourself. I'm sure you had a blow up. Fantastic. Acknowledge the blown up, blow up, own up to it. And then go through and say, guys, I probably need some ideas on how to maybe work through this. Or, hey, I need, I need some bounce off things. You know, can we, can we work through something like this? Your success depends on the strength of your relationship. So identify the key people that can provide you with the support or advice. Do not, do not, do not go to your bar friends. They are bar friends. If you have to literally say, I met him in a bar. Do you do anything with them outside of it? No. Hmm. What are your conversations like when you're not in the, well, no, no. Yeah, probably not the best options. And I speak from experience on that. So I'm going to wrap it up because I actually have to go back to this work thing I'm doing. Um, but I wanted to just give you some tidbits of insight and say I miss you guys. I'm sorry about yesterday that I missed, but um, I was not going to be of any benefit to anyone. Have a great evening. Um, enjoy your dinners. Enjoy your time with your family and your friends. Work on centering. And I'll talk to you later.